When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, and welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin. And I'm Ben Bolin. And we've got a uh, topic today that is pretty um, timely, I guess, right? Yeah, and this is actually, can we say this is a listener suggestion? I don't know if I'd call her a listener. <laughs> probably probably doesn't listen ever. But, uh, but this one actually comes from my wife. My wife suggested uh, that we talk about the Amazon drones because they've been in the news recently. Yeah, and what a good idea to talk about because... Picture this. Come with us to the weird future um, wherein you can go online to Amazon, where a lot of people shop already, right? Yeah, that's right. That's a crazy shopping experience there. Yeah, and let's say you live in a city like New York, San Francisco, Chicago, Atlanta, whatever, and you order something, then what if an automated drone flies that thing from Amazon's factory or warehouse to your doorstep in 30 minutes or less. All right, this has got a lot of people kind of freaking out, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm one of them. Uh, you're one of them, really. Now, tell me, just tell me briefly. I mean, you don't have to go into okay. too too much detail here, but mm. I don't understand what the fear is with uh, with a drone delivering something to your doorstep. Okay, to be absolutely honest and succinct, right now the laws of the United States uh prohibit this kind of activity and i think they should uh because having having an automated drone fly around um equipped with monitoring uh monitoring devices or ability to do that to me could be an invasion of privacy depending on who you are and where you're at. But do they have monitoring capability? I mean, right now, I don't think that they do. Of course, the ones that they show us aren't going to have that, right? Right. The right now, that, they won't, but they'll they'll have to to be able to function successfully. So, so here's the like just the, the general focus of this whole thing. If, if someone's not aware of what this is, really, I mean, you mentioned basically what it, what it is, how quickly it happens, right? You mean, you click, um, you know, the, the prime air selection on, right. on Amazon, as they call it. It was just kind of a, a dummy name, I guess. Yeah, video. the concept video came came out, um, but we, we need to talk about the device, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's just, you, you click the primary thing and, you know, the the, uh, the the networking system within the, the factory, you know, gets the box to where it needs to go, the, the exact item that needs to be shipped out, of course, as it always does, you know, like they do now, really. It's yeah. just the, the 
the warehousing operates just as efficiently as it does now. Then somebody puts it onto a uh, um, a roller of some kind. It rolls, you know, the box rolls down the the uh, the rolling system out towards the door. And this is the way the uh, the marketing video goes yeah. this thing, right? It's a little bit uh, rose tinted glass. Well, I guess, but I mean, they have to show how it works. You know, absolutely early on here in these pre development stages, I guess, right? So then the drone clips onto this box and it just flies out the door, and that's it, right? It's gone. And this drone, uh, yeah, that's exactly right, Scott. This drone is what you would call an octocopter, mm-hmm. the way it's depicted. Uh, it's an octocopter with a um, – the box that it's carrying is about 10 inches long or so, and the rotors that it has are probably about 0.12 meters uh each now, I'm I'm getting these numbers off an excellent estimation on the physics of the octocopter. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some things we need to know about this. It could probably carry about five pounds or two point three kilos. That seems reasonable, right? Right, it does. Uh, but this also means that it can't ship everything, so you can't get your you know new wardrobe dresser unless they em- car unless they employ a fleet of octocopters to pick that up and carry it for you. You dream big, and that's what I like about you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it's not gonna ever be for, um, or it's not likely that this would ever be for the entire uh, world or the United States. Because can you imagine trying to get something to Montana? Or to another sparsely populated area? I guess so, but I thought that's exactly what these things are for. They fly in coordinates, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you give them the exact coordinates to where they need to go and they take it there. Now that could be a drop-off zone. It could be like, you know, a post office for an entire, um, an ent- entire village, you know, that's, sure. that's very remote. You could drop it off, you know, at, at just at the post office and then, and then be on your way. You don't have to go to every single location. That's true. They have a range of about 10 miles. And, and, you know, I'm not trying to say that, you know, this is a great thing and it should happen or anything like that, but I'm saying that there's a, you know, for every, every question or problem, there's always an answer, but it, mm-hmm. also for every, you know, answer, there's always a couple of questions that come up as well. Well, you know, that's a very fair thing. And I think that it's good for us to get Get that stuff out at the top of the show because I understand. I'm a self-aware person. My paranoia is showing. Okay, so so what basically do you think could go wrong? I mean, what what could go wrong with a system like this? And then and why? I mean, I mean, you've already kind of told us a little bit about some of the dislikes or why sure. why they wouldn't like it. But what do you think could go wrong with something like this? Uh, number one, going back to our long-standing conversation about flying cars. Uh, we're adding a whole new dimension in which accidents can occur. Mm-hmm. Uh, so things can, things can drop out of the air, they'll malfunction. And if you look at the technology for the, uh, the drones that they would be using right now, then their proximity sensors and stuff are not that great. The failure rate for autonomous drones is, uh, surprisingly higher than it should be. Second, uh, how easy is it to steal something? How easy is it, for instance, for someone to hijack the code of a drone and then have it um, land in, you know, their their front door or their front porch? And then again, how uh, how how many hours? I'm not going to say days, Scott. How many hours do you think 
this sort of service would be in operation before some y- Yahoo started just shooting drones out of the sky for fun. I would fun. say a matter of minutes, I would think, would happen. <laughs> uh, but I, I see things like weather and you know, like rain and snow and obstacles, like you know, like birds and branches and people and things like that, maybe to be yeah. the big problems. Um, of course, there are going to be lost drones and lost packages, like you mentioned. Um, you know, some either intentional or not intentional, some that, you know, are just delivered to the wrong place. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying this to be a curmudgeon, I guess, but you, I do think that something like this is kind of inevitable. Um, to your point, a guy named Ronald Arkin, uh, who's the director of the Mobile Robot Laboratory down here at Georgia Tech, uh, pointed out that this thing really could work, he said. As long as the weather's nice. Oh, I see. So, you know, in most of the the region right now, most of the United States right now, Mm -hmm. we're having some big storms. We're having a lot of big winter storms. There's no way these things are going to fly through that. So there'd be a lot of times when delivery simply isn't available, I guess, if they're going to do this. Now, you mentioned theft. I think that's a big one. And hacking, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, that, uh, you know, there's no one really, and this is brought up several times by a lot of different people, because I've looked at a lot of critiques of this whole thing. Yeah. And a lot of people say that, you know, no matter how great the system is, you know, how, how advanced it is, you're going to find somebody who is, uh, is going to be able to hack into that system. They're mm-hmm. going to be able to, you know, maybe make uh, some kind of a, um, I don't know, an adjustment to uh, the delivery route in that, you know, it may be delivered to the house next door and then the owner never knows it's there. So it's easy for someone to just sit in a parked car and go pick up a pick up a package. Well, there's no delivery system in between to kind of, um, and this is what everybody says, there's no one to really blame, I guess, in between. So like in between Amazon and the customer, right now there's a middleman. There's the UPS or there's FedEx or, you know, the U.S. Postal Service, whoever it is. So there's no chain of custody. Exactly. There's no one to say that, yes, I met with the owner, handed them the package, they signed for it, here's their signature. Mm -hmm. There's no, or even if it's just dropping it off the front desk, you know, someone says, as part of their job accountability, they say, yes, I delivered that package and I placed it on the, uh, on the northwest corner of their front porch at uh, at 3 p.m. today. There's no one to be able to say that. These drones simply will return empty, and that's it. The end of story. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. they, they supposedly have gone to the right place, but no one's really sure. And then there could be this whole, what they call gaming the system, I guess, and that somebody could order something and then say it was never delivered, even ah, though it was. So, that, yes. you know, there's also that point you could have to take into, into consideration. And I'm sure they've thought about that as well, but with with all these negative factors being Mm -hmm. pointed out. We do have to say that it is amazing that this is happening, and there's two important things to note. First, the guy in charge of this, Jeff Bezos, CEO, founder of Amazon, uh, may have an ulterior motive, which I would love to get to in a little bit, and and you know about this. I do. And second... Uh, Amazon is by no means the only company with this idea. There are competitors. Ah, but I want to point this out, though. Now, now they the, the timing of this announcement was really strange, right? Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, we have the thing called Cyber Monday. Right. So there's uh, Thanksgiving, then there's Black Friday, which is a big shopping day, which is right after Thanksgiving, and then there's Cyber Monday now, which is the following Monday. Mm-hmm. This announcement came on 60 Minutes, which is a popular television show. Yeah. Um. The announcement with this video, this this supposed example of this actually happening, 
came about on the eve of Cyber Monday. It came out on Saturday or Sunday night, rather, just before Cyber Monday. So they're getting a lot of PR for this thing, a lot of publicity. Yeah, getting in the headlines. Exactly, getting a lot of headlines. And people are saying, well, the timing of this is really unusual. Why would they do it right then? Why would they say, you know, this is coming up about in 2015. Was it just something to drum up excitement for the holiday season? Right. Was it a, a an intentional move to maybe make uh, the U.S. Postal Service or or um, UPS or the um, or the FedEx people mm. say, wait a minute, maybe we're not uh, as necessary in this whole chain of uh, chain of delivery as we thought we were. Right. And I, yeah. And, and well, one interesting thing that's come about after this was only one day later, the uh, UPS came out with a another video, like a uh, kind of a video retort, I guess, to say. Well, you know, we're also working on our own drone systems, so um, you know we have that same type of delivery. And here's an here's an example. And they had an example right then. Yeah. It's like within 24 hours, here's two companies that are saying we're going to do dr- drone delivery, but then there's another group of people who are saying, is this even real? This may be a PR stunt. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, and that's a that's a good question. Uh, an interesting story about this famous Amazon promo for the drones is that it was not filmed in the States. 
because it would be illegal to film it here. Um, then, and the idea that they have these, um, other people get it in, like the Australian company Zucal, I think their name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to deliver textbooks via drone. Uh, DHL, another handler, wants to use drones in limited areas. Um, looking, at, they're looking specifically at Germany, and Germany also has some. Uh, and and there are other drones. and there are companies that are uh, that are using it for delivery of medicines and supplies and and things like that in developing nations where Which there is aren't, noble where there aren't necessarily roads that go through. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's a lot of really good applications of this thing if and, it's real. And and also, <laughs> I mean, not to say that Amazon isn't a great use for it, but I mean, this is just for somebody who wants to push a button and have something immediately. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting to think as well about what kind of Cold War may be brewing between Amazon, <laughs> FedEx, and UPS because they have a um, they have right now a, a, a symbiotic or maybe codependent relationship, and I've read commentary where people say, well, clearly UPS already had this up their sleeve, and this is sort of their warning exactly and this is this is the interesting thing is that they they rely on each other so heavily i mean i mean amazon can't make it right now without ups and fedex and so they're really dependent on them but when they do something like this when they say we're kind of developing our own delivery system that's going to cut you out in a lot of cases of this then you know as you can imagine ups and fedex respond with something like well a you know a video of another drone doing the same type of thing that you know is our system or something like that or they may say um, you know, we've, we've got our own delivery system that we're working on that, you know, is very, very similar. And, uh, we're going to leak that out as well. And then that maybe entice people away from your product. You know, right. That, uh, yeah. That, you know, we can, we can do this just as quickly. Now, the, here's the fascinating thing to me about this is that this could actually work. If this is sincere, if this is not what we sometimes call vaporware, um, you know, that, that great technological innovation that's always 10 years away mm-hmm. every year. Uh, if, if this actually does have concrete results, if it does happen between 2015 or 2020, um, which I think is the range Jeff gave. 2015, I think was when they said they may start doing this. Right. And, um, obviously I'm close enough to the CEO of Amazon to call him Jeff. Of course. Right. Uh, so Jeff and I were talking. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the thing is that if this could work, it would be amazing. Are you kidding? Like the idea, just the idea that we could be able to send aid to people to me is much more interesting than the idea that you could have, you know, Star Trek into darkness within 30 minutes. I mean, you can already do that via an online ordering. So Understood. maybe that's not the best. The idea that you could already get your uh, holiday sampler of cheese and crackers. There we go. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's but good. you know what? I, I agree with you, though. There there are many more, as you said before, a lot more noble purposes for something like this. And and if the system really works, if you can if you can develop a system that, that is reliable mm. and that functions correctly and that is proven to be um, accurate, um, then, you know, why not use it for something like that? I think that's a perfect use for it. Before we go on to talk about some of the other points we want to hit with Amazon, I have to tell you, man. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's get Back to the future of the Amazon drones. Yeah, and you know we've talked about the drones quite a bit here, and yeah. we understand that you know it's it's it may have been kind of a uh, in a, in a way a PR stunt, a little bit of publicity stunt. I think they're really thinking about it. I really do. I think that there's a, a thought going on that you know, we're going to try to change some of these rules and regulations and try yeah. to, try to make this go right. If the laws can work. But, uh, this will happen. But there is a there's another threat, I guess. Another another. Um, Another way to say it, maybe threat is a strong word, but innovation. But in an innovation in the way that Amazon is dealing with the, the, the process of shipping. And, you know, that right now we mentioned that they've got that real close tie-in with UPS and mm-hmm. FedEx and the Postal Service and everything. Well, it's because they don't have their own trucks. They don't have their own delivery system. And the thing is they're starting to become a, a shipping company in another region, another market. And that would be something called Amazon Fresh. Ah, Amazon Fresh. Now, these are Amazon-owned trucks. Yeah, that's right. That are... Doing something which, um, doing something that might sound a little bit too high end or maybe new, but is actually a very old idea, as we'll find. Yeah, very old. They are delivering groceries to your door and taking the container back along with, uh, you know, any Amazon returns you need to make and don't want to mail, uh, and 
this reminds you and I were talking about this off the air. Um, for some people, this would seem to be a very new concept, but for you and I, what did it make you think of? Well, it made me think of like the milkman or something like mm-hmm. that, right? I mean, the, the old time milkman that would come around and would deliver milk or would deliver butter or yeah. any kind of dairy goods. I mean, cottage cheese, ice cream, whatever it happened to be that you ordered. And, uh, you know, they'd take the empty bottles back with them. And, you know, it really was just kind of business as usual for them. Wash them out and refill them. But they did this for a long, long time. And, you know, grocery delivery services aren't anything new as well. But they've been done typically on a much smaller scale. You know, you you fax in your order. This is how old this is. You fax in your order to someone. And uh, now I'm sure sure you can email. But you send in your order to somebody. They go to the store. They pick it up. And they bring it right to your house in, you know, their Chevy Chevette or whatever they happen Mm -hmm. to drive. Um, and you know, maybe some some of these companies have you know they have their own vehicles, but nothing on the the uh, the scale that we're talking about for Amazon Fresh. Right, and some other grocery delivery services have attempted to roll out, have even gathered capital and even launched for a while, but weren't quite able to get the equation right because they didn't already have the built-in market that Amazon does with all of its users. I mean, it's very smart that they have Amazon Prime. You know, I used to think Amazon Prime would save me money. I realized it's just a way to get me to spend, not know how much money I'm spending. That's probably a good way to think about it. There's always an, there's always an angle, right? There's always a rub. Well, it's a business, you know? Yeah. They're not there to give me free stuff. And that's the rub. <laughs> that's yeah. the, that's the rub indeed. But <laughs> so, that's a great idea. They're owning their own trucks. Uh, this is, this is going to be rolled out. Uh, in San Francisco first, right? Well, they're already doing this. It's, oh, okay. already, it's already underway, and it's it's a small time venture at this point, comparatively. And when you compare them to uh, you know UPS or FedEx or whoever you want to talk about, uh, they're they're really really small compared to that. But it's happening, and the thing is that you know the the reality of this whole thing is that it's it's a lot easier to accomplish right now than drone delivery would be. Right, and, and yeah. so they're doing this. They're they're. They're delivering groceries, you know, on one way into into the neighborhood, and then let's say that your neighbor has an iPad that you know is faulty that they picked up from Amazon, and they want to ship it back. Well, they just they you know box it up, and then the guy that delivered the broccoli next door is going to pick up the iPad on the way out of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it's very very efficient. It's uh you know they can they can plan routes. In, in the way that, you know, they're um, able to drop off and pick up items, you know, even one by one, you know, drop yeah. off one, pick up one, drop off one, pick up one, or, you know, half a truck and then pick up half a truck worth. And and this is going to eliminate a lot of uh, um, the return type process that goes on between Amazon and FedEx or Amazon and UPS or Amazon and the mm-hmm. Postal Service. And that's a big, big part right now of what happens. And they might even be able to put out uh, kiosk or brick-and-mortar kind of locations where there would just be your Amazon drop point. Which is an amazing idea. I mean, that's that's so simple for them, right? I mean, if yeah, you're able to, so to, cool. to box up something and just leave it and know that it's taken care of, you know, that the Amazon guy is going to be by there at 3 o'clock and at 5 o'clock and at 7 o'clock every day. Yeah. How perfect is that? I mean, it seems really, really simple. And, again, they've got this kind of – this this. I don't know. It's a it's a relationship that they're being really really careful with with FedEx and with UPS, and they're right. trying trying to, to delicately broach this because once you say we're in the shipping game on our own, you may step on someone's toes at FedEx, and they're going to be very upset with you, and it's going to change your relationship forever. It would have disastrous consequences. It, it really at would. this point it, if if FedEx decided, you know, well, you can't fire me, I quit. 
Yeah, definitely. And and FedEx, like they said in this uh, in this article that I was reading about it, it said, you know, the little thing with uh, you know the drone the drone situation when they when they debuted their drone video on 60 Minutes on Saturday and then on I'm sorry on Sunday and then on Monday, you know, UPS comes out with their yeah. drone video and says, well, we can do that too. It's kind of this "don't mess with us" um, um, message that they're saying. Yeah, it's a cold war. It really is. It's, a, it's a, that's a good way to put it. It's a cold war between them. And uh, one thing I, I know that I've said the uh, stuff about drones legality a couple of times in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Technically, here is how a drone can legally operate in the United States: okay. it has to be under 400 feet above the ground, it has to be in line of sight. The uh, Amazon drones, these octocopters, would have to be neither. If for this to work, there would have to be some sort of change in the law. Now, there is one reason, even though I'm, you know, I'm paranoid, and you asked me if I was for it or against it, and I said I was against it. Um, there is one thing that would change the equation for me, Scott. What would that be? That would be my kryptonite, which is pizza. If there is a pizza delivery method that is efficient enough. If they can take this Domino's rule, um, cause we have this thing in, we have Domino's pizza here in the States, right? And in, uh, a while back, cause you and I are getting older now, Domino's pizza had this promise, you know, 30 mm-hmm. minutes or less where your pizza's free. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, if I could get that kind of arrangement with Amazon Prime, if there's like an Amazon Pizza Prime, then I would be on board. For anybody in town, like For any, anybody any, in oh, town. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? I mean, any mm-hmm. location, any pizza, thirty minutes or less. Yeah, that's amazing. That would be. And uh, the the thing is that I think Amazon has made some stunning innovations in their in, in almost anything they've touched. You know, they've they've changed the creatively changed the way they do it. The question is, this hardware, this drone stuff, how will this work? Because it's taking place at the same time that there's already a huge conversation about drones. In the United States and the world. Exactly. And they're not any kind of stranger to investing in infrastructure either because they've got this warehouse robotic system that they invested in. They paid something like $775 million for that, for that, oh, where, Kiva. For right. that, yeah, Kiva, that's it, for this warehousing system that, um, um, just last year, I think, and it was a, it was a big deal. I mean, it, but it really streamlined the whole process and it's, it's making things even better and they're constantly doing stuff like that. And this drone idea is just maybe one more application of that. Yeah, so at this point, um, we're going to have to come back to update this one. We can tell everybody listening that we found the following things, just to sum it up. There may be ulterior motives with the announcements. We're not saying it's disingenuous. We are saying that maybe it might be a two birds with one stone thing, mm-hmm. as far as PR and announcements go. Uh, second, logistically, this could work. Third, legally, it cannot right now. Yeah, but things change. I mean, that's a, that's the thing is that you know they've got a lot of money to throw around. They've got a lot of power right now, yeah. and uh, and I think that you know that's something that we're going to have to really watch because I bet I bet anything there's going to be some pushing to make these drone rules change here. That you know the 400 foot rule, the uh, yeah. line of sight rule, mm-hmm. all that stuff is going to be uh, be altered in some way to maybe make this work. Just like uh, people are talking about altering the rules for the hyperloop or something. Yeah, exactly. And then I have a question for you as we close out. What's that? What do you think about this? For it or against it? I think I think it's a great idea. I don't see any problem with it at all. I mean, if people want to pay an extra forty bucks or whatever, I don't even know if they've set any price. But if it's if it's a lot of money, I'm I'm sure that it will be a lot of money. Yeah, just been delivered instantly, just for the accessibility. Yeah. But um, I think that if people want to do this, why not? I mean, it's kind of an it's it's a um, it's a novelty. 
of course. I mean, it'd sure. be, I mean, you know, you're going to be out there watching this thing deliver it. You're not just going to let it happen and then go out and find it later. I mean, you're doing it to, to see it happen, I think, in a lot of cases. You know, like, yeah. of course I want a drone to, to deliver that to me. How, <laughs> how cool would that be? You know, to see this thing coming down the street and then stopping at my house and leaving it and then just taking off. That's really cool. But I don't see any kind of uh, nefarious use for it, like, um, like taking photos of people or anything like that. I don't, I don't think that that's going to happen. I'm just, I'm surprised because, um, I, I didn't know that this would be the side you come down on with it because yeah. it seems like it combines violations of privacy with something like flying cars. Yeah, but I'm not asked to strap into this and then fly around with other people. I you know, this is I a, what you're this is a, a mindless drone going about its business, and supposedly they're not going to collide and you know crash down on my head or anything like that. Which <laughs> you know, that's no good. I mean, let's say you're swimming around your swimming pool in the backyard, and then a, a drone falls out of the sky. That's that's not good for well, anybody. Well, they're fairly light, too. <laughs> Okay, understood. Does that make it better? No, it really doesn't, because you're talking about something that's falling from 500 feet above or whatever. All right, so. so I think our compromise then is that the first thing you and I will order from these Amazon drones on Air Prime is going to be a set of helmets, right? That's probably a good idea, because you set a five-pound uh, five limit, I think, and, and plus the yeah. box that they come in. And, yeah. You know, so these things could be dropping some serious weight from the sky if... if, if Anything were to happen, any collisions or, you know, bird strikes. Yeah. Uh, which happen to even airplanes. I mean, that's with people in them with, with navigation systems, with, uh, you know, f- fully functioning navigation systems and they can see these, you know, the, the, the flocks of birds and they still hit birds. Yeah. And there's a lag and stuff like that. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of concerns with trees and, and signs and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff like that. And people that have built, you know, kind of crazy porches, you know, that you have to kind of, uh, enter from different directions. Oh, right, yeah, wraparounds. Every situation is different. But also, uh, one thing we know that is always a rule is that when things are in their infancy, like this program is, nothing is going to be completely perfect. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to come back and update this, and we'd like to hear from you. Uh, What do you think about the Amazon drone idea? For it or again it? And why? You can tell us on Car Stuff HSW at Facebook and at Twitter. You can also check out our awesome new website, carstuffshow.com, where I might just get on a soapbox about drones. And uh, you can tell us your stories directly. Just send us an email. We're carstuff at discovery.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.